morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, March 15th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodeman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're gonna look at a passage from Matthew's Gospel today, but before we begin, let's have a moment of prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, you are a God who restores us, who leads us, who is beside us in all things. And for this, we give you thanks. We pray this in your name. Amen. We have been looking at passages that are called the seven last words of Jesus. And these are seven last passages of Jesus speaking from the cross. So this is from the 27th chapter of Matthew, verses 39 through 46. Those who passed by derided Jesus shaking their heads and saying, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with scribes and elders were mocking him saying, he saved others, he cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross now and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now if he wants to, for he said, I am God's son. The bandits who were crucified with him also taunted him in the same way. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, Lemai, Sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to, to God. God. Tara, what does this passage tell us about humanity? And on the flip side, what does it tell us about God? So I think the most striking thing it tells us is that no one gets out of suffering. Hmm. Our Lord and Savior, fully human, fully God, suffered. I think it also tells us that everyone feels abandoned or far away from God at some point in their lives. Or maybe not everyone. It is my hope that there are people who never doubt that, but that it is a human experience to feel abandoned by God at times. Now, the good news is that it tells us about God, this entire Easter story, that we aren't abandoned, that God is there that God always cares and brings goodness out of awful things and darkness out of light. What does this passage say to you? Yeah, the um, the, the darkness that comes over the whole land oh. is just an image that uh-huh. I think we can relate to on so many different levels. This idea of, we've talked about this in the pandemic, how it feels like, a cloud you know just constantly over top or a pressure weighing down on you and so this idea of um while jesus is on the cross while being taunted by 
both the leaders of this religious institution, both uh, just the crowd that's there, the even the bandits who are being crucified next to him. Uh, this idea of him being, while in incredible physical torment, he is uh, being emotionally and spiritually tormented on every side, and, and darkness falls on him. Uh, that it gets to your point that this is, you know, to be human um this is that's the nietzsche quote you know to uh be in pain is, is to be human um and so we know that that is uh part of life no matter how hard or how much we don't want it to be in our life when we don't want it to be in our loved ones in life um yet um what we learn about god is that God is in the midst of that. If we believe that Jesus is fully human and fully divine, we can see that Jesus is occupying this uh, this space of two spaces of being the one who feels abandoned and the one who's in it with us, uh, which is kind of um, working on different planes and difficult for us to understand. Uh, but thank goodness that we don't understand that totally. Yes, and you know, God uses the suffering of Jesus to redeem all of humanity. I do think suffering has its uses. Um, I notice this as a parent. I want to rescue my kids all the time. I don't want them to experience any pain. Yet I also know that it is through suffering that I can only learn some things. Um, but boy, it's so very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing that we willingly go into. And uh, I know I have, I have friends who disagree, but I agree with you that I think there is redemptive suffering, that there is things that go through it. Um, what we have to be uh, always aware of is that just because as people who live in the United States and, and even Western countries as a whole, Oppressors have used that idea to oppress, um, to to put people in bonds, uh, both uh, physically and and emotionally. That um, you know, suffering creates character, and so I'm going to make you suffer. Uh, and so um, we have to be careful. We're not crossing that line, but we're looking at it for ourselves, um, as as opposed to someone that we're hurting. And we're saying, you know what? You're welcome. Yeah, but I, and I totally hear that. And I also think one of the things we have to constantly remind ourselves is to look at the whole biblical witness. Yes. Suffering may produce some sort of benefit, but we also serve a risen Savior who alleviated suffering whenever he could. Yeah. And we are called to that. I think it's always a problem when we take one small part and want to use it to justify our actions yes. and wants and needs. And then the last thing I want to say, too, is that some suffering is just awful, yeah. period, full stop. Yes, yes. Um, and so I, I also want to know that the good news of the gospel is that in our greatest moments of despair, God is there. Mm -hmm. We are never abandoned. Absolutely. And, that, and, you know, I think that that's the, the takeaway that, that, we, that we hold dear to us in those moments. And sometimes it gets difficult to talk about these grand things concepts like suffering when mm -hmm. when it shows up differently uh in different people's lives and we know that god shows up differently in those sufferings in different people's lives um and so to 
to speak with a broad stroke over the suffering is, is difficult and, and really impossible to do, but we can drive back to the truth that you just said, that, that Christ is in that with us. Yes. So we're going to close with a quote from the author Libba Bray. There is an ancient tribal proverb I once heard in India. It says that before we can see properly, we must first shed our tears to clear the way. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back on Wednesday. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.